Morning, you beautiful people. Grey grizzly Saturday in July, early July. There's a path here that I want to go down that I've never been down. And I think it's an open path. But it's a bit drizzly and a bit blue. And I'm not sure if it's actually just someone's driveway. And it says public footpath. So I'm going to try it. I've done 2.3k so far of my five. So I'm not even halfway through. And I think I've got I've got it in me to go exploring. There's a lovely field near here. Anyway, this is like uh, public footpath number 27. And it's very, very pretty. I mean, it's like lined all on one side with trees and a bush on the other. And here's a question for you. There are bush animals, you know, like not animals that live in the bush, but, you know, animal shapes that are made out of bushes. Um, why? Just... Why? It's such shit. What possible purpose can they serve? What do they do? Why are they there? Who wants them, needs them, or likes them? Well, this is a bit of a bitch. This is a gorgeous house. Wow. And the public footpath running right through the front of it. Well, I suppose it's no worse than living on a road, right? Oh, wow, what a stunning house this is. Gorgeous, um, which leads to a field. Do I really want to trek through a slightly damp field in my trainers on a day like today? Well, there does appear to be a path. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. It's like the entire um, place where I live has just disappeared. And now I'm in the middle of nowhere. I've gone from a road to literally the middle of nowhere in a minute. That is absolutely mad. It's like, it's like going through a warp or something, a time warp or something bizarre anyway. Wow, that is balmy because I can't actually tell where all the houses and stuff have gone. That is really cool. Well, I do kind of live in like a little town, village area, but wow, I mean, that is, that is awesome. Oh, I love it here. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, bush animals, eh, no, don't get them. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about today? Ah, oh, yeah, so, you know, so that, uh, that like, long-standing remaining client that I had has, has now, um, gone, and I'm just, uh, completing the handover process to the new agency that they decided to employ instead of me, um. And funny, I had to tender for the process, right, which to a certain extent, you know, I thought it was a, I don't know, I know there's the I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed, right? But when you've got a relationship with someone for three years and then you have to go through the tender process again, it's a little bit annoying. Anyway, they eventually went with someone who was literally 100% cheaper than me um, to do the work for them. And one thing I never do, and I encourage all of you not to do, even if times are tough, even if times are hard, right? Uh, find another way. Don't go in and compete on price because there's never ever an upside. Because if you start competing on price in your business, that's all you're ever going to be doing. And there's no joy in being the second cheapest, right? You've either got to be the cheapest or not in the game. Because if you're the second cheapest, you're still not going to get the contract. And number two, when you realize 
like the company's taken over this project, realised <laughs> the sheer volume of work that can be asked of you for a certain price. It doesn't take long to realise, uh-oh, what have I done here? And then you start to wake up every day thinking, ah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this at all. Um, now, luckily, I was never in that position with this client. Uh, you know, fantastic client, fantastic business, and I had priced myself at a good price point for me to be happy to do the work for them. Whereas I think the new guys will find out very rapidly that they're massively underpriced themselves. Because uh, in the uh, in the termination chat, which I thought was very nice, the uh, the guy who runs the business actually, you know, wanted a personal video chat with me to to kind of just say goodbye or whatever and explain, and, you know, which I thought was really nice. Right, I'll just do it via email, you know, um, and uh, uh, when he said, you know, you were you first of all, he said, you know, you're you're our most uh, expensive single. Uh, non-employee, which, you know, I smiled. <laughs> and then when he said, you know, you, you know your quote came in essentially 100% more expensive than the next the next one down, who, who offered all of your services as well, then I smiled even more because I knew that um, that person had massively, I mean, just massively underestimated um, what they were going to be doing. But there you go. Uh, shit happens, as they say, in Rome. Now I'm completely lost here, which is quite interesting. There's a path. I'm going to follow this path and see where it goes. It's actually like, uh, so this is completely covered over with trees and it's quite dark. And I'm glad it's like early in the morning and not late at night, let me put it that way. So, um... I'm going to follow this down and see where it takes me. It's had a lovely walk through a field. I'm near a barn. And um, there you go. Anyway, so, yeah, that was um, don't don't uh, don't compete on price. I mean, look, if you're, a, uh, if you're e-commerce and you're selling a widget for a quid, then, you know, maybe that is what you've got to do. But if you're a service provider... Um, uh, and I speak to, uh, you know, quite a lot of my students, actually, like, well, am I charging too much for this? Am I charging too much for that? Charge what you want to charge. As long as you feel like you're giving value for what you're charging and you're getting clients, then it's not too much, is it? There's always going to be someone who's willing to pay the price you want for you to do the work that they want. Oh, I like that. I think that could be my first ever proper quote that's attributable just for me. There will always be someone who's willing to pay the price that you want to do the work they want. Ooh, hello. I'm going to put that on all my social media with an image of me, I think. I like that. Um, and, you know, as long as you uh, you realise you're adding value, that you're giving value, and you can, you know, I think for your own, own self-worth, for your own good, you have to be able to justify what you're charging people, right? You have to be able to say to yourself, right, what I'm offering here for this price is value. I'm not ripping anyone off. Then I've got no problem with whatever price you want to charge. You can go, you can go as high as the sky if you like. You know, don't, don't um, forget that if you're in a business and you want to make money, one of, you know, one of the easiest ways to make money is to put your prices up. The other way is to get more clients. 
I think it's a lot easier to put your prices up, right? So just put your prices up um, and, and be happy with it. So don't be afraid of charging more. Don't get into this silly game of charging less for everything and trying to undercut people because you will wake up in the morning thinking, I don't want to do this. I'm not happy. I'm having to work for bugger all, all right? And no one wants to be uh, in that position, okay? Now, I know things are tough at the moment. You know, even I'm finding it a bit tough. But last month, I had uh, two of my... Uh, students actually stepped up a level um, so uh, one of them who was on one-to-one training with me already went to the next kind of product that I I provide um, which is to uh, help him create his online course and market that and one of the guys who's in my insiders wanted some uh, one-to-one help to get ahead with his Facebook ads, and he's actually also doing my landing page course. So, um, you know, the, there's always opportunities. And, and don't get me wrong, these, these courses that these guys have stepped up to are substantially more than uh, what they're paying already. So, uh, you know, the, don't be afraid of asking for money in these times because people still want what you've got. Anyway, that's, uh, oh, here we go. I'm coming back to the main road now ish i think or i might just be coming up to another field anyway really interesting little path um and walk there and i don't know where i am now and i'm one my 3.05 kilometers in so uh i've got another 2k to go really not in the right shoes for this because i'm in my really decent trainers and i should have actually stuck to the road like a mug now I'm, ooh, I, don't know, I think it's someone's private driving right anyway um have a lovely, lovely weekend. I'm going to leave it there um, and get out my map. <laughs> I ain't got a clue where I am. I mean, proper not a clue. There's a road here, and I don't even know what, what bloody road it is. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a sign saying, please do not feed the cattle. I really do not know where I am. That's actually interesting. There's a road that I've never been in in Radley. Um Okay, guys. I'm going to go because I don't know where I am. I'll see you later. Bye.